0: Hello again, and welcome back to Killing the Great White Male. My name is Royce Tevis Towns, and I have conversations, I have shared experiences with some incredible people. Today we're having more conversation with Lauren Carlson. A reminder that this series of episodes with Lauren has a lot of triggery shit in it um, around sexual assault, uh Gender Identity Deformation and Rape. Last time we left off in the conversation with the line that I so appreciate her saying that her experience was that if you're around dating was that if you're not dating to marry, why are you wasting your time? So thanks for tuning in to get today again. Let's dive right in. So, I mean, it was
1: a total, that's a whole different I, I But what can I say? I started dating my husband the four weeks after I moved to college. So I, I, mean, I kind of did it. You know, it was just four days late from high school. <laughs>
0: well, and, and I mean, I, I don't think we can brush things off like that that are as irrelevant because I don't think they are. They're all about the norming of human stories. And if you look at the variety of humanity, the world over, the reason we have covered the fucking globe is because of our variety not because of our norming. Right. Like it's it's the mistake that every empire culture makes that that it starts to paint this perfect picture of the perfect citizen of its empire and if you don't meet that you're supposed to just hunger for it and it creates that hunger and that's that's what we've done in this country but that's I think that right there is another example of of the problematic stuff behind it. Like why? Why shouldn't we just date to learn about ourselves? I think that was the biggest mind fuck after my divorce. Right? right? Yes. Was that? Yes. When was that? I I wasn't. You know, when I when am going on my first dating site, I don't remember what it was. God. Um, but I remember. You know, it kept asking what I'm looking for in a partner, and I'm like, man, this is fucking dumb. You're not a fucking product on a goddamn shelf. Like that's right. a that's a. You know, what I'm looking for is somebody that brings out parts, of, like, because when whoever we're around, parts of ourselves come forward, right? Well, I'm looking right. for somebody who brings forward parts of myself that I actually like. Right, right. You know?
1: Well, I've said to my husband, I like the way he sees me. Yes. And and, and some people could turn that to say, you don't like anything about him except how much he likes you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's I mean, fine too. Uh, but But what i'm saying is he sees me in a way that makes me want to live up to that
0: yeah
1: how is that i mean I, people could turn that negative as they felt like it but i like the the eyes that you see me through so no i i would have no idea what to put down for a dating app but also it's been way too long <laughs> <But>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but I think that's that's part of the issue, is that we've commodified dating in such a way that says you have to pick one off the shelf and live with it. Um, right. And that's that's just not how the human animal works, especially when we understand developmentally. We're incapable of doing that in high school.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Telling a 16-year-old. I've said this too, um, to people. If you, uh, because I was very strong about, um, I wasn't going to have sex before. Uh, I was married, yeah. so um, and and now I look at kids and I think um, and I say to them, if I had had sex with who I thought I might have picked in high school, so let's just go, let's just scroll through Facebook or whatever and look at these people that I might have chosen to have sex with.
0: Oh God, yeah, and
1: and to think, no, I'm glad I didn't do that, <laughs> not because. Not because I, I I'm glad I didn't have sex or anything having to do with that, but just the people that we were when we were sixteen yes. is I can tell you not anything like the person I am right now because I didn't know enough. and then also, you know, trauma and things changed that, but also I, I'm yeah, I'm okay that I'm not connected to anyone <laughs> sexually that I went to high school with
0: so that that whole thing right there is this big ball for me because it so first off when I when it came to the the talk with my kids what I chose to talk about is that you know sex is important and good and healthy right so right. sex positive um right. but also that it that I am skeptical personally that I'm skeptical about uh what people often call casual sex because right. It it has chemical effects in our brain. It is a very intense bonding experience with another human being. And and so from for the when they were younger, the way I talked about it is when you're when you're having sex, your brain thinks you're making a family. Whether or not you want to, um right. and whether or not wow. you're gonna get pregnant or any of that stuff, that's all asides. Parts of your brain are gonna feel that way and so you know, just be prepared for to deal with that. And part of that was based on my first sexual experience was at a summer camp in at Western Michigan University. It was a music summer wow. camp. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> in the timpani practice room. Um, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure they put that on their pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> um, but it, it was it was a very it was an experience that I very much wanted, um, although the my partner was way more forward than I was um and so you know looking back now part of me actually questions how consensual I actually was especially because I remember the next day the letdown or not even maybe the next day like I felt like something I'd lost something like something had been taken from me um mm-hmm. and because I was like pretty sure that by that point we'd been together three days you know um oh that there was <laughs> that we weren't Like necessarily marriage material, Um, sure. But but I knew I liked her, Um, right? You know, so like I knew enough about family compatibility to be like, oh, this is this is probably not going to work out, Um, (laughs) which sucks because she was also a really neat human being. You know that I'm not sure uh, today. My memories of her are probably robbed of a bunch of stuff that I just don't remember about her. Um, Right. So, so yeah, this. I I just think we we don't we don't do sex w- the justice it deserves. There's right. a reason you know, bonobo chimps are are one that always comes up for me in this conversation, where they use sex at during conflict, they use sex during happiness and joy, they use sex because they're bored, um, but it all works toward the social bonding of their group um, as as a as a way to stay socially connected. And so I guess I, am not saying that, you know, make a family like the heteronorm bullshit family, but, but there are in our brains, chemicals that are released during sex that are in our, that enhance social bonding. Um, right. So, so there's, yeah, there's just, Oh God, man. But, if,
1: but then we, but then we tell boys, yes, not, but then we tell boys not to.
0: Yes. Because so emotions don't you, exist for you.
1: You will have sex. And you're supposed to, and you're supposed to want to, and you're, you're, you are going to want it more than she does. So, um, my something, and I know we're not even talking about girls on this conversation. Can you believe it? But something I have a problem with is telling girls that you won't want it because then they, they will be more likely to say yes when they want to say no, because they don't ever believe that in their head they will want to say yes. Yes. And so you'll you'll tell a 16-year-old girl, you know, he's going to want this. And, and and she'll say, well, I don't really want this, but I, I've been told I'm not really ever going to want this. So, um, or the first time supposed to be painful or anything oh, like that. And, um, but so to say to boys, you want this, but then all of those feelings that are really just chemicals, So you cannot deny these chemicals. You have to push those down and you're not supposed to. And it would be gay. I'm using air quotes. It would be gay for you to like this girl after or even want to have sex with her again. Because what you should do as a boy is move on and just check that one off the list and and move on.
0: This book does such a great job of illustrating these things i, I right. i'm holding three pages open while you're talking because you hit on all <laughs> three of them so Good. the first one that popped up for me was page 43 um in her conversation about porn and when she talks to young men about porn right and the uh in, in the middle of that page the men themselves appear joyless and mechanical and that all goes to that that lack of connection that lack of uh, emotion that we're just supposed to be fucking machines like right, literally, and that's it. Um, and then to the to the topic of well, we're supposed to you know hit it and hit it and leave it, um, right. that kind of thing. Um, uh, on page sixty four, the, the she's talking about the movies and shows that that these young men are watching and identifying, not just watching but identifying with. Right? Meaning they're talking about the characters from this as compelling, um, consistently define masculinity through wealth and dominance. Now, if that is your if that's your identity, and and you don't want that, like maybe you aren't driven by—I know some of us are driven by wealth, not all of us are. Um, right. If you're not driven by wealth, how are you ever supposed to be a real man? If you're not driven by needing to dominate other human beings, or worse yet, maybe you can't dominate other human beings. You know, right. maybe you're skinny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, or: whatever, or, you know. or
1: what, if what yeah, like what if your wife has a, a very strong job and you end up being yes. a homemaker? Now what yep. are you are? a failure? You're not even a man? I,
0: I have every advantage going I, into all this shit, and that stuff, that right there still comes right. up every single time yes. we have money problems. My brain goes to what a piece of shit I am because I'm not providing for the family. Right. Every single well, and, time
1: and and i can't even imagine uh the strain of covid on people who who have to number one my husband had stayed home uh he was working from home we were very fortunate he actually got his job actually did better in covid um but uh he was home we were all home since march yeah (laughs) it was it was a lot we have a very uh, spacious, everyone has their own room to work, but two kids e learning, one kid potty training, a uh, husband <laughs> on phone calls and he needs it quiet. And then me, who uh, I don't do well when I don't get to exercise and have my yes. own free time. Mm-hmm. And I like routine and I like a reason that I have to shower. And like, all I, these people
0: uh, are in my house and I can't ever yeah. get my fucking space as a homemaker. And, oh my God. And
1: yeah. I can exactly. So then not only that but now you add the stress of am i able to provide because of what covid is doing yes. to to everyone and 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 now i'm not even a man because i can't because i can't work. I don't understand how I, I know how hard it is when you feel that your entire identity is providing for a family because your identity should be so much more than that. You are the hugger and you are mm-hmm. the, uh, the teacher of, of basketball, even though I'm the coach of basketball in my family. But we, you know, you, uh, a man who ties himself so tightly to, I am only the provider and that is all I can do, you are setting yourself up for. You are one bad economic uh, recession away from not even feeling like a man.
0: So there's a million points here too. Like, So it's not just I'm not a man, but because we have defined human as what I call great white male, as man, you're not even a human.
1: Right. Uh, during what, two, what good are you? Yeah, exactly.
0: During the 2008 recession, um, one of the statistics that I was shocked by is that, um, so first off, white men actually lost jobs at a at a higher rate during that recession than other demographic groups and it's it's an outlier in that it's not proving to be true in covid but it's an it was an outlier at that time partially because there had been actually some successes in other demographics gaining um income (laughs) uh and things but the, the 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 gap between the two was was still so great. So, if you want a reason, an argument for white men for why we need to kill the gap between men's and women's wages, here it is: in two thousand eight, <laughs> we got fired because we were more expensive.
1: Oh, right. right. Okay.
0: Now it, it's an outlier. It hasn't it hasn't manifest during COVID, but right. in part that's because the whole economy has been the the whole way, the gap between rich and poor has become even greater since two thousand eight. So. Um, there's a way in which all of us are so cheap now that it doesn't really matter um <laughs> but that during that time it was shocking to look at that demographic at the white male demographic because the gap was so big and so pronounced between white men and other groups that we were getting fired far at far greater rates than other folks wow. were um and and that led to a spike in white men killing themselves, but not just killing themselves, because white men are also 90, 99% of what they call family annihilators, men who kill oh, their right, entire right, family, Yes, right. Um, are white men. Right. And, and again, so let's look at this, at what we're saying here, because it's not just that you're not a real man if you're not providing, or if your family falls on hard times, um, right. you know, if your family has financial issues, you're not just not a man, you're not a human, you're nothing. Right. Well, then why do why and, are we surprised that they kill themselves or kill their whole family? So why are we surprised when people who believe that they are not a human anymore, when their identity has been stripped away because they can't provide? Because it, it really isn't just that they're not real men anymore, it's that they're not even human. Why are we surprised then when they do terrible things to themselves and their families? This conversation for me is deeply personal and deeply, well, I mean, actually, this whole series of conversations was, is, it was very triggery for me on multiple levels. So thank you for hanging in there today. I'm looking forward to more tomorrow with you.